news commentary, technology, preparedness, and pop culture. From Nashville, Tennessee, the home of hot chicken. I'm Jess, the straight Christian conservative one. And I'm Chris, a gay Buddhist libertarian. We will explore today's issues with opposing viewpoints. And feature guests with incredible or unique stories. We may see things differently. But in the end, this is... Still Still love love you, bro. Wow, I like that intro music. Yeah, that was pretty good. I know. Hey, welcome to episode one of Still Love You, Bro. The crowning episode, even though we've done this a couple times in practice. Yeah, so this is what, technically, episode like 632. Well, I wasn't counting that far, but... Absolutely. We had those early ones. Uh, Chris and I were friends for quite a while before we even knew each other. Well, he probably knew that I was (laughs) an opposing viewpoint to his, uh, (laughs) because I certainly made it known, Um, but I didn't. Um, I I was one of those naive young high schoolers that thought everyone agreed with them until they argued with them. But uh, Chris was a good guy, and he didn't throw me in the gutter just because I was a very loud um, Republican, conservative, whatever I was back then. Um, and uh, we continue to, to stay friends, and now we ended up working with each other, and I figured out all the different things about his life, probably not all of them, but uh, <laughs> but now I know that we're we're on opposite sides of the spectrum, but yet we're still friends. Yeah, we can sit in the same room here. And, and not be at each other's throats all the time. Exactly. And I think that's an, that's an exercise for society, that you have to be able to um, – understand that you're not going to change anybody's opinion that's different from your own. So, And, and that was really where I was uh, when I was younger is, um, you know, I, I don't know that I got joy out of arguing with people. And I, I called it debating back then. It really was arguing because debating is for, you know, changing minds. and and But it's not necessarily for changing the mind of the person you're debating with. It's those that are in the audience. So when I'm sitting there debating, quote unquote, someone without an audience, what am I really doing other than jeopardizing friendships and and making people upset. Sure. <laughs> you know? Uh so I, I people get hurt. People do get hurt. We have feelings. And and you know everybody does have feelings. And and that's the thing. We we joke about uh we as a society joke about yeah, people have feelings and such not. But but everybody does. And and until you can recognize that everybody does have those feelings, um I don't think we'll progress as a society. So here we are. This is an experiment in uh in feelings. How are you feeling, audience? Wow, that's lovely. I'm so happy you're here to tell us. Good to hear. So anyway, the whole purpose of the show, we're going to talk about things. Uh, We're going to look at it from two different sides. And uh, each week we'll bring you different viewpoints. Sometimes we agree, believe it or not. Uh, We agree on a few things, like it's dark outside right now. But there are some other things, and and you'll figure that out as we go along. What do you have for us? Well, the ground is white, as you saw outside. It Um, is. Instead of being the normal green or, you know, puke brown color that it is in Tennessee. Um, but we've had a, quite a snowstorm come through, and if uh, you're listening to this within the next couple of days after it's posted, you probably will uh, be reading in the history books about this crazy snowstorm that came down from— In the uh, middle of COVID. In the middle of COVID. Middle yeah. COVID, middle of February. Yeah. Um, Texas is frozen. Tennessee was frozen for a couple of days. Kansas might be still frozen. I'm not sure, um, but uh, we'll, I guess we'll see in a couple of days when we have our operative back over there. Uh, but anyway, I just wanted to mention the lovely snowfall that we've been seeing. Yeah, speaking of, I don't know where you see white snow. I have a dog. It's all yellow. Oh, it's just dark outside. Hard for me to tell. So uh, anyway. Well, what do you have for us today? Uh, today, uh, the first thing I wanted to talk about is um, uh, an interesting occurrence uh, out of Australia. So, um, what, Did you actually say that with an Australian accent? Did I actually? I didn't mean to. I think you did. Okay. Well, I'll, excuse me for Australia. culturally appropriating, Chris. I don't, don't <laughs> let me offend you there. Um, anyway, so Australia. Uh, they, uh, I did it again. Facebook in Australia is just about as normal as it would be over here. Right. Um, but it's just backwards. Possibly. upside down. Right. Yeah. Everyone. Sure. Collectively. So they read it the right side up. Um, but they actually, uh, the government has decided to make a law, uh, that, uh, the long and the short of it is Facebook has to pay, um, not really a licensing fee, but perhaps like, um, uh, oh, how a, a a radio station would pay a music um, uh, producer? Sure. Uh, whenever they or use they or their users share news content from news organizations. So this new law in Australia. <clears throat> Let me make sure I understand. If okay, I'm yeah. a, if I'm an Australian, an Australian, and and I post on Facebook and I share something from a local news paper, right? Facebook has is to being pay. Asked to pay the government, uh, right? Yeah, like rights. They have re- to pay 
Okay. Not the government. They have to pay the news organization itself. Sure. So technically they consider Facebook sharing that news. Is that... Exactly. Okay. But it's as the users share it, which is kind of interesting because – and there's actually two perspectives to this. On the conservative side from at least the talk radio station that I listen to, um, most people are like uh, – and well, I, I guess I should explain Facebook's response to it. They have absolutely shut down completely the sharing of news um, and news-related content in Australia. And this was a couple days ago when this happened. It could have changed now. But um, – as of when it actually happened, they shut down the news completely. Uh, this not only shut down newscasting, but it also uh, shut down uh, some like emergency service broadcasts and other things that could have been considered news. Just I mean, obviously Facebook, if they're having to pay a fee per share, they're going to want to be pretty thorough on you know stopping that from happening. But the the news agency could share their own stuff on their own Facebook. From what I understand. But okay. when a user takes it and shares it, and it, it propagates. Wow. Yeah, that's very weird, isn't it? Because you would think that Facebook is providing a service to those news outlets by allowing them to share and propagate their... Cause the I guess it's a can of worms. Um, because a news outlet, um, and, and we'll take the, the local paper here, I won't say their name, but they've they have been a print uh, newspaper... For a long time, and they can't survive. This is not a. Um, I do get a print paper; they send it to me, um, uh, but they're no longer going to be doing print. Everything is going online. Uh, the cost of print is going up. So I get that the news agency in Australia may have paid um, paid for the content uh, in many ways. They've received ad revenue. Uh, they may pay for stories or whatnot. Think about how news agencies make money. They don't make money from uh, writing a good story and donations. From the, they make money from advertising. So it is in their interest for Facebook, honestly, just to exist. It is in their interest for their their uh, the people of Facebook to share their content. It's a benefit to – obviously, it's a benefit to Facebook, but it's also a benefit to the news agencies themselves. And there are plenty of analytics that track this. So every time – let's say I created an article on – on, on a jess.com and I wanted to share that article on my Facebook page um, if I still use Facebook and uh, they actually it, I can track how far it goes out so I can track how many shares I had who shared it who what the outreach is and stuff like that they've got a lot of good analytics tools because those people that are doing that content to make money they have to prove to their advertisers hey this is how many people are seeing this so but my point with all that is I don't understand why the Australian government thinks that Facebook owes something to these news providers because it, it, they're almost thinking of Facebook as a a news content generator. Like they're they're almost thinking of it as an outlet themselves that's republishing media. But that's not actually what's happening. Facebook is like the postal service. They're you giving know? you a blank newspaper and letting you fill in the stories. Right. So if you're a newspaper. You, Back in the day when newspapers were profitable, you you pay the postal service to distribute your newspaper. The postal service does not have to repay you a a uh, a licensing fee in order to carry your newspaper to people's doors. My my point is, Facebook is is the US, the newspaper carrier. It's it's the postal service, sure, and because it's the content delivery platform. But there are two sides to this. I do want to illustrate this as well. I, I agree. I think Facebook is in the right here as far as they shouldn't have to pay these news companies. Um, and, and it's legislation obviously being created. You know, I don't think these news news companies might have lobbied for it, but I don't think they're actively desiring it. They need it. Sure. But um, I think this really shows how immensely powerful Facebook as an organization is. Think about it. You just had a a nation, a sovereign nation, tell Facebook, hey, you have to do this because this is how we think things should be done in our nation, just like they have the right to do, okay? And Facebook just says, no, screw you. You, can, you don't get news. And no, boom, you like don't that. get our platform. Well, they still had the platform, but they just completely sucked out the news. And the problem with that is, is like I said, in their early implementation, you had a lot of, you know, uh, emer not emer emergency broadcast level stuff uh, that, was not able to be shared. So police stations that have pages, uh, you know, WEMA, like in Wilson County, if they had a Facebook page, um, if they had a Facebook page, they were affected by this, you know, 
they were they were not able to share their content because it was considered news, or maybe they shared a, a news article that mentioned some sort of issue they wanted to raise awareness for. That would be a nightmare trying to figure out if a if a, an emergency response agency was sharing actual public information that's for the benefit of people, or are they sharing news? But think about this. But it's also scary as well that such a huge organization like Facebook can basically circumvent the will of a national sovereign government and say, well, we don't like that, so your people don't get to enjoy our content or enjoy our service anymore. But it's a private company. I mean, you're they right. can do that, right? It is within their rights. But the thing is, um, think about it like this. Uh, TV, over-the-air TV, uh, over-the-air radio, that's all regulated by the FCC. There are things you can and can't say. There's things you can and can't do. Up until uh, a certain time in U.S. history, um, very recently, you know, obviously, uh, conservative talk radio couldn't exist because you had to have um, equal time devoted to both sides of the political argument on the radio because uh, the FCC considered it important to have both sides heard. Now, obviously, that means we couldn't have opinion shows like, like this if we were on the radio, and we couldn't have... Nashville's morning news, super talk like I listen to. Um, but when that changed, that allowed those things to grow. But at the same time, it's just a radio station. It has a limited area of effect. Yes, you can syndicate, but still, those each, each individual area supports that radio station. So let's say I have a radio station in some town that does not like the content that's being produced. That radio station is either going to change or it's going to go out of business. And they may not want to air conservative content, or maybe they want to air liberal content or something like that. Facebook is different because Facebook does not have small points of failures where they have to please an exact market in every single city or municipality that they exist in. They are a giant conglomerate. They essentially went across the country and changed everybody to a, a traditional country music station and gave nobody right. options. Right, and, and no one gets the option. And if some one little town over here doesn't like the doesn't like the news— well, too bad. I mean, what else are you going to do? You're not going to listen. You're not going to go over to another social media platform because Facebook is arguably the most popular platform right now. Uh, well, you you could go to another platform if they didn't shut down. <laughs> uh, if that wasn't, you know, we can talk about ADBS. Yeah, that sounds like episode stuff, two. Yeah. And Facebook also owns Instagram and, and all kinds of other social media platforms. They buy out their competition. Sure. So, and we can talk in episode two um, about... What happened with AWS and the shutting down of, of other uh, social media platforms, <laughs> whether or not that was a so good thing or not. So if you're a conservative but... listening right now and you're thinking, holy crap, this liberal's going to say something, or if you're a liberal listening right now thinking, holy crap, they're going to go, don't worry, we will represent both sides. Mm-hmm. And, and right now we're kind of just having a general conversation about this. I don't right. think there's really a polarized view on this. I kind of just wanted to say, yeah, I understand Facebook has a right to do whatever they want because they're a private business, but... It's an unsolvable conundrum. Uh Uh-huh. And I don't think anybody in Congress can legislate a a solution for that. Uh, And unfortunately, I think where we are in this country is we have let the technology and the advancement of that technology far exceed our understanding of the regulation of it. We're ahead of our time as far as regulation. Absolutely. You know, every this is uncharted territory, and the internet has been that way for a while. But even so, now because technology has caught up to where everyone has access to this service, Facebook or any other social media for that matter, at all times, at all hours of the day. So it's even it's even more widespread than radio, if you think about it, sure. which is highly regulated. Radio and broadcast television. Okay, we can talk about this all day, but I want to hear what you have on the table today. So I had to search the deepest, darkest bowels of the Internet for uh, what I bring to you today. And I hope it's a little lightening up. I don't think this is a uh, uh, polarizing conversation, but I think this is great news. And I'll read the headline. Uh, The first preserved dinosaur butthole is perfect and unique, says a paleontologist. You heard that right. Um, it's quite a long article, but I just want to call out a couple things because I find this really fascinating, and I'll make my point in a minute. The article reveals how dinosaurs use this multipurpose opening. Um, I didn't think that that would ever be a question of what it was used for. Pretty self-explanatory in my mind. Exactly. Um, It belongs to the dinosaur 
Pistassa Chorus, and I, if if anybody is um, uh, more educated on the dinosaurs than I am, you will know I completely um, messed that up. Uh, it looks like pistachio. So this, um, it goes on to explain to them about the studying of this and when the dinosaurs were uh, uh, were living. But then the headline says, and I quote, "Then I got a chance to look at the specimen again up close." So on and so forth. So he took a closer look with his study co-researchers, and based on its preserved anatomy, the opening could have either been horizontally oriented, like a bird's, or vertically oriented, like a crocodile. What I find fascinating, other than the fact that a dinosaur butthole was preserved, was that there was a team of scientists who were assigned to study this fossilized butthole. There's no telling how much money was spent to figure out what this was used for. Well, likely government money, yeah. It's very possible. Yeah. So we have people going hungry at night in this country mm-hmm. and have no homes. Well, at least I now know from this conversation that unlike the human butthole, avian and dinosaur buttholes are either horizontally or vertically polarized. That's something you'll never forget after today. Absolutely. Whenever I talk about radio to somebody, I'll be... Just think of it like a dinosaur's butthole. Exactly. It's either horizontally or vertically polarized. And one last thing. This is kind of a um, uh, another news story I picked up, and, and I won't read much other than um, a former manager uh, from the DOD Aerospace Division says, quote, UFOs are real. And I bring that up to ask because you and I have actually never talked about this. Ooh, this is new Are they here. real? Yes. And we don't have to spend a lot of time on this. I'm just curious. Man, man, we're really lighting up the touchy topics already, yes. aren't we? Now, let's just let, let's, let's lay out the, the, the reality. UFO stands for unidentified flying object. If I Correct. take this fossilized dinosaur butthole mm-hmm. and throw it through the air and you don't know what it is, that is a UFO. Yes. So we have to – and I say that because we have to understand – what a UFO is to answer this question. So, so really, are they this real? DOJ official saying UFOs exist is really empty. So it could be it could be an alien craft, or it could be you throwing the Pistachiosaurus's butthole across the sky. Exactly. So UFOs, him saying UFOs are real, really does not affect me at all because, just like you said, UFO that's a subjective term. If it's coming from an ex-government official, they know how to talk their way around certain things. Sure. So, yeah, UFOs are probably real, and they are real. We, there was a lot of objects that flew around that are unidentified. But I will say this. I, I've always been really interested in the in the prospect that there is a, a life outside of the Earth, sure. outside in space. And, and you know, that, that not only is a interesting topic for me as a, as a human and as a person, but it also is an interesting topic spiritually. So, and I really don't have any answers in that. I'm not, I'm definitely not a Christian scholar, but it is an interesting thought to say, well, is earth the sole, you know, the sole experiment, you know, the only place where a a deity decided to plant um, life. So, Well, I think it's very selfish to think that we are the only people here. I can agree with that. Um, You know, on the flip side, I, do I think that UFOs are real. Absolutely. I have seen unidentified flying objects, lights in the sky. I'm not saying it was a little green man in a spacecraft. It could have been a, a rock falling out of the sky. Do I think there was a little green man flying a spaceship? No. Do I think that they're out there? Yeah, I want to believe. Do I think that they visited the Earth? Probably. Does it affect me? No. I've never had my butthole probed uh, on an alien aircraft, but... Um, I just thought that was a very uh, interesting article, kind of running around the point there. It took me a second to grab that joke there. <laughs> um, yeah. Uh, you know, I, it really just comes – and we can debate UFOs some other episode, I think. But um, I do think that uh, it's just an interesting concept uh, to think that uh, – I, I, don't, I don't necessarily agree that they have been here. I really do think that – if they would have been here, we probably would have known about it. You know, maybe they came thousands upon thousands of years ago, and we and there's no way we can know until like they Stonehenge. Come back, maybe they know? built Stonehenge, right. lifted the rocks. Yeah, uh, or it could be physics, just like sure the pyramids. But you know, um, but I've heard arg- an argument before that it, if there is extraterrestrial life, well, then where are they? 
you know, if, if they've existed for hundreds of millions of years, then surely they've had time to traverse large swaths of space or at least create radio signals which move at the speed of light and and would eventually make it to our area. Now, we can get into like, you know, the whole universe is expanding and therefore light can't actually reach our planet from the internal side of the universe. But then again, we think about well, how in the world can we see the internal side of our galaxy? There's all kinds of all kinds of ways we can go about I this. I think the reality is if there was a, a an alien force that has uh, put the brakes when they've gotten to the the uh, the globe here and and looked and really studied us the last few years, they probably turned around. Especially, <laughs> especially if they saw a group of guys in white lab coats looking uh, at a butthole. Yeah, I believe they have just completely skipped Earth that and, and moved on. So we promise you pop culture in oh, the man. intro. Yes, we are going to welcome Chloe with a little pop culture. Hello, Chloe. Please tell us about the sole reason that aliens are not here, and that being keeping up with the Kardashians. Well, hey, guys. What's up? Hello. Hi, Chloe. Are Welcome. You, are you guys so ready to hear some pop culture news that is just going to be earth-shattering? Yeah, it's only for be. If it's more pop culture than dinosaur buttholes, yes. I'd say oh, so. It is, for sure. Um, so the first thing that I have is uh, Shailene Woodley, who you may not know, but the Fault in Our Stars, Divergent, that girl, and Aaron Rodgers, Green Bay Packers quarterback, uh, recently got engaged, but what's interesting? Congrats! I know, right? So cute. But what's interesting about it, and what's so big about it, is that they've literally only been together since about September. Did they go to Freed Hardeman University? That's literally what I thought. You know, <laughs> you know, three swings and a ring. But and um, he actually dated Danica Patrick, the female race car driver, for about two years, and they split the summer. I know then, that name. I know Danica Patrick. So, but yeah, it was really interesting because it was it was real quick. Real quick, but he um, he got the MVP award for the NFL, and he gave uh, Shailene a lot of credit, but he didn't call her by name. He just said, my fiancé, but then a few days later, he did confirm it was her. And all their friends say, oh, yeah, they're ready to get married, like, in a couple months. So I, that kind of brings up an interesting question, though. So, like, is he making her sign a prenup? Mm. Because, well, I guess really, would who, who would have the more money? Out of all that, he would definitely. He, you think yeah. he's been? I feel like he's been. She just got into fame like in the early 2000s. You should research that and let us know in the next episode. I Absolutely will. about the I prenup. Want to know about the prenup? The prenup. I want a copy on my desk tomorrow. Oh, okay, great. I hope, I hope you're not thinking about prenups. <laughs> no, no, I'm not. Oh. oh, there's the first reference. Oh. <laughs> Let's see if they get you. Um, also talking about wedding news and prenups and. Kim Kardashian and Kanye West filed for divorce today. I saw that today, and I know nothing about pop culture, and for some reason, Facebook decided to tell me that today. <laughs> yeah. Man, that Facebook. Okay. <laughs> but yeah, but they... Wait, okay. Can you recap the whole situation? Because, wait, isn't isn't Kanye West, like, having an affair with a male or something? Like, that what's was, the deal? So, they said allegedly. that he... Allegedly. Yeah, so, allegedly... These TikTokers got on and said that he and Jeffree Star, who is a famous YouTuber, TikToker, also part of the LGBTQ community, um, because they both lived in Wyoming at the same time and they hung out like one time, people were speculating. So it's not true. It's not true. No. Allegedly. It was just because they both lived in Wyoming and who the heck lives in Wyoming? So the, the, the meta, meta? The Me? meta oh, yes. of this story. Maga? MAGA? Uh, what? MAGA? <laughs> oh, we're banned. Sorry. Sorry, well, guys. Chris, anyway. Did you just say MAGA? He did. <laughs> we many, need to record that and loop that over initials. and over. You'll hear it in your sleep. So the big story of this is that a bunch of TikTokers caused the divorce of Kim Kardashian and... That's not true. They did not cause the divorce. They had already announced the divorce. I believe it because but it's Kim about Kardashian, the way to get rid of my child. Kim Kardashian actually... <laughs> Kim Kardashian actually sued the girl that started the rumor on TikTok for misinformation. Wow. That's all he does is listen to TikTok. He's so, crazy. yeah, but don't you think that put a lot of extra stress on the marriage? I mean, come on. They were already it's divorced. Lot, it's a lot. Oh, they were already divorced? They were already said oh. that they were going to be divorced at that point. So. Darn. They just filed for a divorce. Probably because probably because he became a Republican. That's, this, that's probably this why. This generation is divorced. so fascinating. Like, how much is actually made and broken because of TikTok? 
Exactly. That's what wow. I think all the time. TikTok and Trump, the two things that make and break <laughs> things. Hey. I do want to say, you know, speaking of pop culture, and I've got to bring this up because this this is kind of, uh, I guess it's pop culture to me. I'm I'm in a different generation from both of you. And so what I find funny, sometimes maybe not. But if you have Hulu, you... Excuse me? You or Hulu you... Hulu or Hulu. Or any of you listening, if you have Hulu, <laughs> you need to watch Letterkenny. Have you heard of the show? What is it? What is it? Letter Kenny. Kenny. Letter Kenny. Oh, um, my stepdad tried to make me watch it. And... You should have complied. <laughs> I do not laugh much. I have a very poor sense of humor, and and I watched the first five minutes of it one night, and and I said, this is this is not great. But a week later, uh, when you know everybody's home and my kid's been out of school for like six months because of quarantine, and um, you know there's nothing to do. It's a weekend. I was like, I'm just gonna give this a try because I've watched everything else on Netflix. And so I watched 10 minutes of it, and I got hooked, and I have watched every season since. And and I love Canadians um, before Letter Kennedy, but I certainly love Canadians now. So for, Can- for the Canadian fans— We just wanted to make sure that we have that disclaimer in there. I appreciate Chris the maple syrup and the Letter Kenny. I don't, and I don't know. I've got a friend at, at work who uh, whose family's from Canada, and I'm, I'm asking him to watch it to tell me, is it truly Canadian? But you have to watch Letter Kenny. Hmm. I'll have Please. to put that in my watch list, so— Maybe that's something that we can watch at some point. And and one more pop culture. I don't think it's pop culture again. American oh, Chris, Skin. Chris, you're going to take her job. Has anybody seen American Skin? Have you seen American Skin? I've heard of it. Is that the tattoo thing or no? No. That's, that's, <laughs> no. that's, that's American Ink. I that's apologize. American. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's like a Discovery Channel show, isn't it? Yeah, I think so. <laughs> okay, so the reason I'm bringing this up, um, if you haven't seen it, before you watch Letter Kenny, Chloe uh, and Jesse, you should also watch American Skin first uh, because we're going to talk about it on the next episode. Okay. So because if the anything would be two polarized opinions from two different backgrounds talking about a film, this would be it. Really? Yes. So your homework, Chloe, Jess, is to watch this film. Letter Kenny comes after. You'll need some humor after Gosh, that. I didn't. I didn't know this was going to come with homework. I might have to reconsider. Oh God! I'm already oh, yeah. in grad school, so this might be an issue. No, you know what? This will help you in school. Okay, great. Just take his so word what? for it. Yeah. You know, hundred um, percent. Speaking of Canadian television, um, <clears throat> February 28th is the new date for the Golden Globes. I know everybody is just so excited for uh, you know award shows every year. It's just my thing. I love award shows. I don't. Do know you get why. dressed up? Yeah, you know, awesome. but, um, but this year it's going to be all virtual. Oh, as of was everything else. So are we going to have animated like balloons and people and floats like we did on the on the Christmas parade? So actually, what's interesting is that for the first time in history, they are it's Tina Fey and Amy Poehler who are hosting it, but they're hosting it in two separate places. So one of them is in New York and the other one is in uh, California where they normally host it. But they're doing everything virtual. So all the nominees, everybody is like over Zoom or a conference call. Hmm. So it's what a strange world. But that the reason the reason I brought that up with Canadian uh, you know, with Canadian television is because um the <clears throat> nominees for best television series, musical or comedy, one of them is uh the very famous Shits Creek, mm. which oh, is by my. far one of my favorite shows. It was mine too until I saw Letter Kenny. Mm. Ah, really? <sighs> yes. Darn you, Letter Kenny! I watched thirty minutes of Letter Kenny. I couldn't. I couldn't get into it. Oh, you got to get it. past that first episode. But anyway, they're they're. Um, you didn't say you, you watched it when I'm. I just built it up, and you're you're smiling at me like I'm going to go home and watch this. Oh man, this, the whole time Chris, she's I have like, to say, I've though, seen this. The story you told me in the office today about you reading a book, getting hooked, and then spending like literally how how long you stayed until 3 a.m. to finish a book that uh, you just started reading that day? Yes, I ha- that afternoon when I got home. Right. I, I can't, when I read, I have to read he from just cover to cover. literally is locked in. So yeah. getting hooked on Letter Kenny is not necessarily a high bar. Is that right? <laughs> <laughs> you know, reading and watching are completely different. Okay, fair enough, fair yes. enough. So do your homework. Watch American Skin. Come back next week. We'll talk to you. What else you got for us? So um, I also have kind of a controversy that's going on with uh, the award shows as well, is that Hamilton um, obviously was recorded in 2015, 2016 when it first came out uh, on Broadway, um, and they put it on Disney Plus during the quarantine last year so that people could be entertained, which I'm cool with. I'm a theater major, so I'm cool with it. Like, that's great. Um, But now now it is nominated for um, Best Comedy or Musical Film 
And I don't Comedy? know if I, So it's a film? That yes. So it's a record it's a professional. It's a recording. musical, isn't it? Yes, but they made it into a film. And so they have been nominated and so has Lin Manuel Miranda for best Hold on leading a actor in that so, category. So they didn't make it into a film. No. They filmed the, the show, performance. The, the performance. Yes. I don't and really think that makes a lot that's of sense. Not a, I don't either. And Lin Manuel Miranda is also nominated for best lead actor in a comedy. Congratulations musical. to her. You mean him? Him. <laughs> yes. Congratulations to him too. There we go, Chris. To the but whole like, cast. But that, I, that still doesn't make sense. I, it doesn't make sense to me because I just sit there and go, "You first off, it, you recorded this almost five years ago. Yeah. And it's a, a musical. I won't lie. I, I've never seen it. I don't watch musicals. My husband loves musicals and tricked me and has taken me to the theater several times. And it turns out to be a musical. So I, I've, I know Hamilton, but I've never seen it. But I know it's a musical, so I won't see it. But the whole process is kind of shocking that it's nominated. I agree. And it's nominated as like a film. Like I would get it if they actually like went out and to, went out of their way to go film something to make it different or if it was you know, an actual live performance. Right, because a lot of the uh, of the design and talent in film is how it's shot and yeah. how it's it how it's framed and and how they move the scenes around. It's color correct. Not the yeah, exactly. They put That's, it like a one. I feel like they put one of those big old shoulder camcorders we had in the eight. Well, I'm not going to date myself, but I feel like they they put a camcorder up on a tripod and just taped the. The play live, well, they had like right? professional, you know, camera equipment, but it at the was, same time, it's just pointing at a stage. The, sure. the stage never changes. The angles don't change. It's it all does. stationary. It does. Really? Yeah, it's an actual like they had a they did it, they did they filmed it through three different performances, so two with audience and one without an audience, hmm. so that they could get on the stage. So I could see it being nominated for like editing, sure, or, yeah, you know, effects or whatever. But a film but as a like. Major film category, I don't see it. That's kind of weird. Isn't that kind of like nominated. double jeopardy too? Because don't they have like a theater awards that they've already won? Yeah, they already won uh, um, a Tony. I th- yeah. You know what? The, I think the problem is there's not much that was filmed in 2021. That is thank you, COVID. So maybe that's not they necessarily were scraping, scraping the bottle. The, I guess. Uh, well, I was about to say not necessarily scraping the bottle, but getting is getting this random other soda that they pulled out of they the were cooler. loosening the requirements <laughs> right well yes. actually something that's interesting too is that they push back so the oscars for the oscars awards um they normally have a window of when you have to get your film done when it has to be in theaters and all of that and that's why you have really good films come out towards the end of december between that september and december time because december 28th is normally the um date to get that done but this year they actually moved that date to um, February 28th, which is when the Oscars would have been this year. Hmm. So now more films have an opportunity to get better productions, get things done, or more films to come out for them to be able to be nominated. Well, COVID has just thrown a wrench in everything. So, you know, it, it all it's given us is the great British Bake Off. I think <laughs> they, I think that's the only show that, that I, I guess that maybe they were the, the original that decided let's put everybody in a, in a hotel for, you know, two or three weeks mm-hmm. and then do our whole show and keep everybody here. On COVID. Yeah. Am I the only one that is tired of seeing people on TV or in movies? I don't think there's any like masks in movies, but let's say we have a a a host and he's seated like 50 feet over there or a, a outside reporter and there's nobody around him. He's nowhere near anybody, but he's wearing a mask. We're driving in their car. Yes, exactly. With a mask. Yeah. We're not going to do mask shaming on this show. And, and, and that's another polarizing issue, which maybe we'll talk about COVID um, on a different episode. And, and masks, we could. Yeah. I we think that'll be a good one. We won't mask shame anybody, but no. we'll talk about yeah. we'll talk about masks. I, I, think, I think there's a difference in mask shaming, like you're wearing a mask when it's totally appropriate to wear a mask, and you're wearing a mask while you're alone in your car right. and no one else is there. I I digress. We can talk about this later. Yeah, Yeah. exactly. Okay, my last pop culture comment or story. Um, So uh, WandaVision on Disney+, Plus. what a great show. Uh, To precurse this, um, the new episode, episode seven, has come out. Um, We have not watched it because we are waiting for my father-in-law because we just love watching it with him. Mm -hmm. And I hate not being on social media because I don't want to see what happens. I swear if we get there and he's already watched it, I'm going to be so upset. So will I. Personally. But anyway, it's uh, America's number one show right now, which I mean, isn't hard because there's not very many other shows out right now. Um, but Disney Plus actually crashed last night because of how many people got on to watch it. Really? At 
the midnight Eastern, I mean, excuse me, Western time. Um, Did more people watch that than The Mandalorian? Probably. I don't really? know. I haven't seen numbers yet. Well, but um, here's the cool thing with that is this is a this is a Marvel show, and and you know Star Wars, although it's really popular, has a more limited audience in my opinion than Marvel. Well, yeah. The I mean, I guess the younger generation is into Star Wars, but not like the older generation mm-hmm. that was Star Wars. But I I, I saw the preview for. WandaVision, and I, I didn't understand it, and I, and I maybe I'm not a huge Marvel fan, number mm-hmm. one, so I didn't get giddy, but um, I didn't understand the premise, and I don't know if, if this is based off of a comic or if this is just you know completely fictitious. Well, uh, tell me, tell it, me about the show. It definitely would require a previous knowledge of what all is going on. Like okay. my dad, who hasn't seen a lot of the uh, Marvel movies, we had to kind of explain in like. What? How long did that take? Like twenty minutes? The entire history of what's led up to it, in order to him to for actually understand and 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 uh, get something out of the show. But the good thing about the good thing about him is that he does have a knowledge of comics, so he okay. does know right. the Wanda, Scarlet Witch character, as well as Vision and and their kids. Um, no, but it's mom. when, but it's yeah. I was <laughs> gonna say it's when you, it's when it's your mom gets up there who doesn't know anything, who hasn't seen yep. a single Marvel movie, he doesn't read the comics. But that's what it is for us. Like our generation, these movies are our comics because right. a new movie comes out. You know, now we have shows that come out every week. But, you know, back in the 70s, 60s, 70s, 80s, you had in 90s, you had comics coming out every week. Sure. And that was your entertainment because you didn't have laptops and cell phones and all these things. So I think that comparison there, like that, that's how I see it, because I tried to get into comics for a really long time. I just couldn't do it. I'll, I'll watch it. I'll be honest. When I saw the preview I was thinking, you know, Mork and Mindy style kind of standalone, like here's this alien. And I guess I shut down when I started seeing it because it it didn't catch my eye. So I'm just thinking, well, this is, you know, Mork and Mindy style, like this is an alien that's now living uh, in in a house with this lady. So maybe I'll go watch it. I'll I'll report back. I would say at this point, like because we're at episode seven of I think 10 episodes, I would just wait until the whole show is done and watch it all in one. So the whole season, it it's, it really slow starting off, but oh, it, it, really I, slow. Well, that's not a problem because remember you like Letter Kenny, so you know. Um, <laughs> uh, that was exciting. <laughs> but, I'll try it, but seriously though, it is it is after you make it through like the first two episodes, you'll you'll start seeing little bitty things that you're like, well, wait a second, why is that there? That doesn't make any sense, and then you'll start to understand. Gotcha. But um, the big thing about it is that the next three episodes, so people have been complaining that the credits are literally 25 minutes long. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Wow. <laughs> so it literally looks like it's like an hour show, but then you you get to like, you know. The last one I watched had like 26 minutes of credits. Yeah. That's but it was, crazy. Yeah. So it says it's 45 minutes, but 26 minutes of it. So there's a lot of people working on the show. I uh, I think they just want to really just drag it out. That's one okay. way to do it. it they, they designed the first half of it is really well designed and like cool effects and all this stuff. But as Marvel fans, I know people have gotten upset that there's no post credit scenes because that's a Marvel thing. Hmm. Why do you have 26 minutes of credits if you don't have a post credit? So you go there, you're hunting through the you know uh, the, the buffer and trying to find everything. Oh, what what is this? What is there? But, wow. uh, the big thing is that the um, tonight's episode that came out today. Um, one of the cast members tweeted and said that there is a uh, bigger bigger cameo than uh, the cameo that was in The Mandalorian. And I don't want to spoil that for Ooh. fans who have not watched it yet or kids who have not watched it yet. Well, don't spoil um, it for yourself either cause, or yeah. me because I have no idea. <laughs> yeah, and no, both I'm talking you about The Mandalorian. Oh, I'm talking about oh. that that cameo. But oh, they yeah. said it was bigger than that cameo. Because that was big. That was a huge cameo. I'm a, and they said I'm that it's bigger than that. Fan. And I'm like, who could be bigger than that? Mm-hmm. That's yeah. what I, that's what I'm trying Who? to figure out. So, but it made this show made history because it pulled in uh, superheroes from the Fox uh, Marvel universe. So, yeah, for the first time, cool which was crazy because they just they just acquired the um, rights to Fox them. rights yeah. um, or the rights to the Marvel stuff. So, well, then in that case, you you watch American Skin, I'll watch Wandavision, and we'll talk about it. Perfect. Sounds um, good. So. The other, the last thing, I know I said the last thing last time, but um, this is the, the last, last, last thing. Last, last thing. It has, it has something to do with WandaVision. I was getting to it. This is the post credit credits. So <laughs> there you go. Yeah. <laughs> Love Call it. her Captain Marvel. Love it. So um, the Marvel lineup is like insane. Uh, I didn't realize this till I saw a TikTok 
of um, this guy talking about the fact that we are getting Marvel content every week until after the new year. We're getting so new, a new Marvel show. content. So like we start with after we start with WandaVision, then after that every show is every show and movie is having an last episode of the making of whatever that show and movie is. So it shows See, I'm really gonna enjoy that. It shows you it shows the making of WandaVision and things like that. Interesting. So you have WandaVision and then you have Falcon and the Winter Soldier, then the Black Widow movie. Um, then the Loki show begins. I'm really excited about that. That sounds like a game. The Loki show. <laughs> game show. Um and then after that, I don't know if I'm saying this right. It's either Shay Chai or Shay Kai movie comes out. And then they have <clears throat> 10 episodes of What If. And that's the one I'm really excited about because oh they take different scenarios. So like, what if Captain America didn't come out of the ice? See, when she told me this the other day, I said, give me Doctor Strange. That's all I want. That's nice. I year. love Doctor Strange. And if they had a Doctor Strange show, I would love it. I would watch it religiously. So I will say I found this as well the other day, scouring the TikToks, um, that they, so when you watch the new Spider-Man Far From Home, um, when, when Peter Parker wants to go to Europe, he's like, isn't Dr. Strange available? Because he doesn't want to do it. He wants to go to Europe. And they're like, no, he's unavailable. Well, the uh, timeline of Spider-Man and WandaVision is the same timeline. They're happening at the same time. So they oh, really? people are theorizing that Doctor Strange is going to come in because we all know WandaVision go ties into Doctor Strange and into Spider-Man. So we have three things happening at the same time. So you have two. So you have WandaVision and the Spider-Man that are happening, and that's how they they think that they're going to bring but Doctor Strange is Doctor Strange so. at the end of WandaVision. Okay. All right. Cool. If that makes sense. Well, if, if he's, I know people that maybe haven't watched WandaVision, Chris. Um, don't understand Sorry, this, buddy. but for the stuff that's going on, I'm sure it's the only crazy. one who can fix it would be Doctor Strange. Uh, so <laughs> I'll check it out. Sweet. So, but yep. And then they have Miss Marvel, and then Hawkeye show ends it all um, at the end, the beginning of 2022. So that's we really just cool. rewatched, uh, or at least I watched for the first time in full. She rewatched. Um, what was it? Age of Ultron. Age of Ultron. Avengers: Age of Ultron. And uh, that's one that I don't think I've ever actually, I think I watched it, but I never really watched, watched it. I really appreciated the relationship, the character development with Hawkeye. Like, mm -hmm. I really like his character now. He's, 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 Have he's like the, one? no. Okay. Oh. Well, <laughs> that's you, why I'm sitting here looking with the blank stare. <laughs> when you, well, our, our viewers can't see that, Chris. You gotta get used to it. I figured they knew from my silence. Right. So <laughs> anyway. When you watch it, if you haven't already, listeners, and including you, Chris, when you watch it, uh, you will notice that there is a distinct break with Hawkeye. He is much more of a family man. He's much more committed to—he's um, more human than everyone else. Everyone is a superhero, but Hawkeye is just really, really good. They made him a main character is what they did. Like, mm -hmm. in the first Avengers, he wasn't really main character. He was like a side thing. He was just chilling with his bow and arrow. But, like, this one, they really made him a three-dimensional character and made him a leader of the team. So I would also suggest, I know Chris is just ready to get off this topic so he could talk again, what? but I would also <laughs> suggest if you, if you want to watch WandaVision and, and listeners, if you haven't watched WandaVision, I would watch Age of Ultron first, uh, because that will help you understand you. I, everybody knows who the Avengers are in yeah. our universe. It's, you know, Captain America, Iron Man, you the understand classics. those relationships. Um, and I think if you just, if you just start. Um, with Avengers Age of Ultron, and then go into WandaVision, it will make a lot of sense. Right. Okay. I'll You're do welcome. that. Now, there is also a lot of stuff you, you probably should watch the rest of the Avenger movies before that, because there is a lot of other references there, like why things are happening. And just I think off. we should have a sleepover and watch yeah, them let's all. Yeah, let's do that. I'll take, let's set a big TV up in here. And there we go. We perfect. can just comment on it live. We'll take off work for a yeah, week. It's going to be like our least listened to podcast. Let's listen to people talk about a movie during a movie. I hate people talking during a movie, so I certainly oh, like that. Hey, you're in a relationship with someone that does I that. Know. <laughs> I have I've met your girlfriend. I imagine that drives her crazy. Yeah, especially with my fiance, it drives her crazy too. <laughs> I'm the same way. I, I am I am not good to go uh, anywhere in public with, but specifically a theater because if your phone is ringing, if you're checking your phone, or you're making noises, or the popcorn's crunching, and I can't hear. 
Because I paid for that ticket. I, I don't want to just see it. I want to hear it. And if I can't hear it because you're like 10 seats back making noises, it drives me mad. I think there's been a several, there's just two or three times that we've gone to a movie together, uh, me and my fiance, and like a public movie. And she understands that I get very irritable when I have people moving and people talking and kids God, in the yes. background. And oh my goodness, I Gun feel like rappers. my head's going to explode. See, oh. like, I don't do it in a public theater. Like, because I'm seeing most of like talking, like wanting to have a conversation because most of the time yeah. I haven't seen the film yet. Sure. But like, <laughs> he's laughing. I can't stop laughing. <laughs> but like when I'm sitting there and somebody does something stupid, I go, why would they do that? What if they did this? this she this, starts this? asking all these questions and I'm like, just watch it and maybe <laughs> they'll tell you. But no. Whoa. I don't do that. I don't do that. I know. I know. I, you know, I, I ask good questions. I ask really deep questions. I don't do the whole, well, why is he doing that? Right after, you know, they physically do it. Sure. But I do the whole, like, well, why do you think he feels that way? Like, why do you think? And he's like, Chloe, can we just watch the movie, please? Yeah. Hold that till the end. Figure that out like, during yeah. the movie in your mind, please. I've just gotten to the age where I just don't mind telling the people 10 rows back to shush. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's Maybe why I don't go to the theater. I tell them to shush. Yeah. That sound specifically scares the pants off of them. Yeah, you should hear me shush. Oh gosh, mm. I had a heart attack there. Anyway, okay, so I think a... this is time to move on, then, right? Thank you, Chloe, for the pop culture. I hope you guys learned a lot. I did. I didn't learn a thing, but I have homework. We'll try next time, right? Yeah, for sure. I know this is my ninety percent of my social life is just pop culture. So. <laughs> well, that's perfect because we need we need that on the show <laughs> because zero percent is mine. All right, I think it's time to wrap it up. Yeah. What do you think? I think so. We can save the other stories that we had uh, for the next time. So Yeah, I think we could probably sit here for eight hours and not get everything out. But um, most importantly, we want to thank you for listening. Uh, if you like the show, uh, if you think there may be great things coming, we promise there are, tell a friend, like, and leave comments on the podcast platform that you're listening Absolutely. to this on. And we want to hear input. We really want to know... Uh, whoever we get to pick up is our initial audience. We want to know what you want to hear, if you like the format, if we, th- we if we should change it at all. Because um, we may not, Chris is certainly is not a, a noob to this, but I am. And I'd like to hear what you guys want to hear. I am, I am a noob. This is the first time I ever searched for the word butthole on the internet. So, well, yes, I am a noob. We're all noobs in many different ways, aren't we? Yeah, and we take suggestions. If, if you catch a news story that, that you would like to hear uh, two opinions on, Make sure to get in touch with us. Our website, stillloveyabro.com. Stillloveyabro.com. That's a Y-A. Yeah. Y-A. Well, on that, Chris, I think this is a successful first launch, right? Absolutely. Thanks for listening. Appreciate it, guys. See you next time. Catch you next week. Catch you next week.